Amen. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord, everybody. Come on, let's just give the Lord a round of applause this tonight. Amen. Amen. Praise God. So glad to have everyone in the house of God tonight to praise and to magnify the Lord. I know it was a rough day for me. I don't know about you. But at the end of the day, I'm so glad I'm in the presence of the Lord. The songwriter said, in his presence, there is fullness of joy. And at his right hands, there are pleasures forevermore. I serve a mighty God, a great God, who is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen. And we're here to worship our God tonight. Amen. We welcome you to Christ Center Church. So glad to have everyone. So glad to have our missionaries here tonight, the Debras. Uh, so glad to have you here. Amen. I know you brother a lot, but I don't know you that much. So, you know, we're family. Now that I meet you, so glad to have both of you here tonight. And we pray that God will move mightily in our service tonight. We're looking forward for what God has in store for us tonight. And I pray that God will use the man and the woman of God tonight in our service. Amen. So we're going to invite you all, if you could stand with us, we're going to pray, get right into our service. Amen. Our online viewers, we thank you for tuning with us also. We pray God will bless you tonight. And we pray that God will bless each and every one of us here. We do have different needs, and, um, but God knows all our needs. And is the one that will continue to supply and provide for us. Amen. So let's just pray together as we get into the presence of God. Father God, we come before your presence tonight. We thank you, Lord God, one more time to be in your presence, Lord God. For in your presence there is fullness of joy. And at your right hand there are pleasures forevermore. Lord God, this is the day that the Lord has made. We want to rejoice and be glad in it. You are the same yesterday, today, and forever. We're so glad to be in your presence, Lord God. Nothing good that we have done, but because of your love, because of your mercy, you died for us you know, while we're in our sins, O oh God. You came so that we can have life and have it more abundantly, Lord God. Father God, as we pray tonight, Lord God, we ask you for a mighty move of your spirit in the service tonight, Lord God. We ask you, Lord God, that you will touch us individually, touch us collectively, Lord. Open our hearts and our minds tonight, Lord God. And Father God, as we pray tonight, we pray for the man and woman of God that you brought into our presence tonight, that you will bless them, that you will use them like never before, that there will be a blessing to your kingdom, O oh God. We ask you, Lord God, that you will continue to give us, O oh God, direction and wisdom, Lord God. God and pride of God as we come before you we ask your will to be done in this service not my will oh God but thy will be done let your will be done oh God we ask you to continue to provide all our needs according to your riches in glory as we give you all the glory and as we give you all the honor Lord God as we worship you tonight Lord God we worship you in the beauty of holiness because you are great and greatly to be praised there is none other like you you are the king of kings and the lord of all lords you are the Alpha and Omega. You are the beginning and the end. You are the first and the last. The immutable God. You are the only wise God. You are the one that is and that is to come. Oh, Jesus, we love you. We magnify your name and glorify and lift up your name because great and mighty is your name. You are the one that is and that is to come. Oh, God, we ask you to have your way in our midst tonight, Lord God. Speak to 
to our hearts, oh God. Speak to our minds tonight, Lord God. Let there be a move of your spirit like never before, Lord God. I pray, oh God, that someone would make up in their mind to give their life to you, oh God, that as the word go forth, oh God, they too can receive from you tonight, Lord God. Have your way among us, oh God. It's not my will, oh God, but thy will be done. Have your way among us, oh God, as we give you all the glory and as we give you all the honor. We pray and ask you to have your way in the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. In Jesus' name, let's give the Lord a round of applause tonight. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, hallelujah. Amen. Before you see that, I'm going to ask you to join with me also and pray for a pastor tonight. He's not here tonight. He's away. So we want to keep our pastor in our prayers tonight. I want to keep Brother Henry. He text me tonight and says he's not going to be able to be here. So we're going to pray. And I don't know if anyone else have any special prayer requests. You can raise your hands. The Lord know what it is. And we're going to pray that God will touch us. Amen. So let's just pray together as we pray one more time. Father God, as we come before you present one more time, Lord God. Oh God, we pray, Lord God, for our pastor that is not here tonight, Lord God. Lord God, that you will be with him, that you will strengthen him, oh God. Lord God, that whatever and whatever, wherever he go, Lord God, you will be re- with him, Lord God. I pray, Lord God, for strength in his body, Lord God. I pray, oh God, that it will be encouraged in this time, Lord God. I pray, Lord God, that you'll move upon him like never before, Lord. And Father God, as we worship you, oh God, tonight in spirit and in truth, we ask you tonight to touch Brother Henry tonight, Lord. God, that you will touch his body, oh God, touch his mind, oh God, and we pray for every hand that raised tonight, Lord God, that whatever the needs are, Lord God, you promise you will supply all our needs, oh God, oh God, if it's spiritual healing, oh God, we claim it in Jesus' name, if it's a financial healing, we claim it in the name of Jesus, oh God, if it's strengthened in their body, oh God, we claim it in Jesus' name, oh God, we ask you to have your way, as we give you all the glory, and as we give you all the honor, we ask you will to be done in the mighty name of Jesus we pray in Jesus name hallelujah come on let's just give the Lord another round of applause tonight oh hallelujah we love you Lord God let's just worship the Lord tonight in the mighty name of Jesus oh we love you Lord God hallelujah hallelujah amen amen praise God I'm going to ask you to remain standing for a few more minutes I'm going to ask sister Wyatt she's going to come at this time and she, um, she gonna, <laughs> she's gonna read the back of you. Amen. <laughs> Praise the Lord, everyone. You may be seated. I might ask you to stand one more time, but um, my job tonight is to read the bio for our global missionaries, David and Kelly. If you guys uh, remember his brother, Brother Dibble, yes, <laughs> the one who told my son, snitches get stitches. <laughs> oh boy, the fun you guys had in that home growing up. <laughs> so um, David and Kelly Dibble, they're from Micronesia, the regional, they're regional evangelists from the Pacific region. The Dibbles were married in 1981 and raised two girls, Dana, who is now Mrs. Justin Stouter, and Daniel, who is now Danielle, who is now Mrs. Corey Boyty. Okay, Boyt. 
During nearly four decades of ministry, the Dibbles served in a variety of roles before serving as associates in the mission, um, acronym AIM, in the Philippines from 2000 to 2001. They were appointed as intermediate missionaries to that nation in 2001. As career missionaries in 2008, their field of labor was changed to the Micronesia. Micronesia, am I pronouncing that correctly? Okay. With regional evangelists, Pacific Region added in 2010. David serves now the UPC of Micronesia as its field superintendent and the Pacific Region as its secretary. So we thank you tonight. I want to thank you in advance for hosting, for helping us for hosting Brother and Sister Dibble. And with that, am I doing the introduction, Brother? Okay. And with that, everyone, please stand with me. And we're going to give him a great big welcome to Brother and Sister Kelly Dibble. about that how many are glad to be in church on thursday night come on would you clap your hands and give the lord a shout of praise today he's worthy his name is exalted there's nobody like our jesus thank the lord thank the lord thank the lord i want you to help me sing a little chorus today uh, i don't know if y'all know this we we uh being in the part of the world that we're in, we don't get to stay up with all the latest and greatest. So this has been around a little while. Very, very simple little course. It just says adoration, adoration, adoration to your name. Amen. How many know we need to give him adoration today? It's really simple. Once you learn it, join in and help us today. Adoration, adoration to your name. Adoration, 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 adoration to your name. Come on, help me sing that, would you? Adoration. Adoration, oh, adoration, Sing that one more time, would you? Adoration, adoration, oh, adoration, oh, yes, adoration to your name, adoration. Adoration 
help me sing this? Exaltation, exaltation. We give you exaltation. Oh, yes. Exaltation to your name. Oh, exaltation. Exaltation. One more verse. Would you sing it with me? There is power. There is power. There is power. Oh, yes, there is. There is power in your name. How many know there's power in his name today? Somebody give him praise today. Somebody that knows about power in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I wish you'd lift your hands, lift your voice. Somebody raise a shout of praise here today. Oh, we bless you, Jesus. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Come on, we can do that for just a little while longer. Give him praise, give him praise, give him praise. Oh, we bless you today, Jesus. We bless you today, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I give you glory, Jesus. I give you glory, Jesus. Thank the Lord. There's something about midweek services that I love. Because you have to deal with the hustle and bustle of the day rubbing shoulders with folks that maybe sometimes you don't even like to rub shoulders with. But then you get the opportunity, the blessing, to be able to step into the house of the Lord. All right. Amen. And although we're tired in body, we've got a lot of miles on us, and we've been through a lot today. Amen. We step into His presence. Oh, and all of a sudden, He just reaches down and wraps His arms around you and draws you near and says, you know what? I know where you've been today. I know what you've been facing today. I know what you've been through. I just want you to know that I'm here. I've got my hand on you, and it's going to be all right. Come on, I wish you'd clap your hands and give Him praise again for just a moment today. We bless you, Jesus. There's nobody like you, God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, I give you praise. I give you praise. In spite of how I'm feeling today, I give you praise, Jesus. In spite of where I've been today, I give you glory, Jesus. Hallelujah. There's nobody like you, Jesus. There's nobody like you, God. There's nobody like you. I bless you today. I bless you today. Aren't you glad you know Jesus today? Amen. Come on, clap your hands one more time. Give him praise. Give him praise. 
Thank you, Jesus. You may be seated in Jesus' name. We are so very, very excited to be here today. And, uh, of course, we're missing Pastor being here, and, and uh, we certainly understand his needing to be away today, but we're so glad that you are here. Amen. I would say it's good to see your smiling faces, but I can't tell if you're smiling. Amen. But it's good to see you here today. Most importantly, I'm glad Jesus is in the house. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Amen. Amen. My uh, my younger brother, who you all know, uh, has told me great, great things about this congregation. And so we've been excitedly looking forward to being able to be here today. And we are very, very honored to be able to be with you today. Amen. Thank the Lord. We are missionaries, and I need to take care of a little business here today. And uh, after I take care of some business, then I'm just going to go ahead and preach, if that's okay. Amen. Amen. You all have to forgive me now. My brother's a whole lot better preacher than I am, so you all are just going to have to suffer through with me. Amen. Amen. Thank the Lord. We are indeed missionaries to Micronesia. Sis, I think we'll go ahead and do that. I think we have enough time here today. Now, I did check with Pastor and, and, and Sister Wyatt before church about what time you all normally get out. And they told me one thing. And help me, uh, help me with your name, son. Jordan, I, I was asking somebody. We were talking about time here a while ago. And Jordan said, just take all the time you need. So... <laughs> I, I am, you know, I've, I've, I've heard from the Lord, and we're going to be all right. Amen. Amen. Jordan, I need you to travel with me some. Amen. Thank the Lord. But we are missionaries to Micronesia. How many have ever heard of Micronesia? Amen. I see a couple of hands. I'm glad my wife raised her hand. Thank the Lord. But for those of you that have not heard of Micronesia, it really is a place. It's not a disease. It really is a place. How many have heard of the island of Guam? Most of us have heard of Guam. We base on the island of Guam and, uh, and then travel out from there. We are going to quickly today uh, take a little journey by way of video out to some of the islands that we work in. Amen. Are we ready, sis? All right. We're going to let this rip here and see what happens. Maybe we're not ready. Thank the Lord for technology. That's almost where we live right there. It's getting getting close. Getting close. Are we good there? The devil's fighting us here today. Here we go. There we go. All right. <clears throat> so just to help you understand where we are at, uh, the star that you see right there is the island of Guam. And then our field, although it's called Micronesia, our field actually covers five different nations. We serve the island of Guam, which is technically a nation in and of itself. We serve the Mariana Islands, the Federated States of Micronesia, the Republic of Palau, and the Marshall Islands. Put all that together, that's our field that we serve in the Pacific. Now, somebody help me here. Somebody just shout an answer out to me. How big do you think that area is? Somebody help me. How much? Three million? Anyone else? 
no, no, size, I'm sorry, square miles, I'm sorry, square miles. I guess I should qualify what I'm asking for, right? <clears throat> I told you my brother's a whole lot better preacher than I am, so. Square miles, somebody shoot me a figure. 3,000. I'm sorry? 1,200. 1,400. Do I hear 1,600? We're actually 3.2 million square miles out in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. Our brother was very, very close. Amen. That's almost as big as the entire United States. It's a whole lot of water spread out there in the Pacific Ocean. The exciting part about all of that is the Lord is pouring out the Holy Ghost in the Pacific Islands. Amen. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. I want to say thank you for your giving to Sheets for Christ. Amen. Because you give for Sheaves for Christ, we are blessed to drive that vehicle right there when we are home on the island of Guam. Now, we're not home all that much because of our travel, uh, but when we're home, we're blessed to drive that vehicle. The best part of that vehicle is it has a fabulous air conditioner. We've got two seasons where we live, hot and hotter. And so we love our air conditioner there. Thank the Lord. When we're not traveling in that vehicle, that's our other mode of transportation. Because we serve islands everywhere we go, we have to fly. And uh, unfortunately, United Airlines is the only airline that services the area that we travel and work in. And so consequently, they can charge whatever they want to charge, and they do. Very, very expensive to travel in our part of the world. Sometimes we fly big ones like that. Other times we fly little prop jobs like this one. This one we're getting ready to go to the island of Saipan. If anybody remembers your World War II history, Saipan was the site of a major, major battle during World War II. Amen. Saipan is just about 100 miles to the north of us. You can see Guam is there. And then just right there is Saipan. It's about 100 miles north. takes about 30 minutes to fly there. On a good day, you can make it in 20 if the wind's blowing right. Amen. That short little flight cost us right at $500 per person just to make that short little 30-minute flight. We are praying that Southwest Airlines will come to our part of the world so we can get some of those $49 fares. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Getting ready to have church here on Sunday morning. Some of our folks gathering in to have church. We rent a room, much like you guys do here. We rent a room at a hotel to have church in and pack 70 or so people in that little bitty room. Amen. And the fun part about it is the Lord pours out the Holy Ghost. Amen. Thank the Lord. <clears throat> some of our young ladies singing here in church. Amen. We should have some volume there. There he is. He is my strong tower. Thank you, Jesus. Thank the Lord. Aren't you glad we can trust Jesus today? 
Thank the Lord. We were in service on a Sunday there on the island of Saipan. This young lady came to our service. One of the first times she had ever been in an apostolic service. And during uh, after the preaching was over, folks were up in the front of the room and were praying and uh, receiving the Holy Ghost. And I felt nudged in the Holy Ghost to go back and pray for this young lady. Amen. How many remember in the Bible that the Bible says that the Holy Ghost is like a well of water springing up into everlasting life? It was the most incredible thing. I walked back to where she was standing, and the very instant my hand touched her head, she erupted speaking in other tongues like a well of water that was springing up into everlasting life. Aren't you glad for the Holy Ghost? Amen, amen. Please help us pray for Saipan. We have no pastor there on that island. We need the Lord to send us laborers to our field. Amen. We're going to go now. Uh, to the island of Chuk, used to be called Truck during World War II. Again, a major, major site for uh, activity during World War II. Amen. Here we are getting ready to have church on Sunday morning. You can see they like to sit on the floor there. Amen. Thank the Lord they got us a couple of chairs. I'm not sure if we could have got back up off the floor. Amen. Thank the Lord. But they love to worship and praise the Lord in Chuk. Amen. How many know it doesn't matter what you look like? It doesn't matter what your heritage is. It doesn't matter who your daddy was. Amen. If you reach for the Lord, he is going to reach down and touch you and will fill you with the precious Holy Ghost. Amen. Aren't you thankful for the Holy Ghost today? Amen. Amen. We're going to go quickly to the island of Pompeii. Amen. Pompeii is the capital uh, state uh, in the Federated States of Micronesia. This area right here is the Federated States of Micronesia, and uh, Pompeii is the capital isle or capital state. There are four states: there are Yap, Chuk, Pompeii, and then Koshai. Pompeii is the capital. Amen. Here we are during altar service at the end of one of our services there on Pompeii. I love to show this slide because of this young man right here in the black shirt. His name is Alvin. Uh, I had never met Alvin prior to this service. And uh, uh, when Alvin came into church that night, he sat all the way in the back right next to that guy right there. Sat right against the back wall. Sat there the entire service. Did not move a muscle. I mean, he didn't budge. If I didn't know, didn't know better, I'd have thought he was a statue. But he did not budge the whole service. And so we're in the altar here praying. Folks are receiving the Holy Ghost. And I felt like I needed to go back and talk to him. I'd never met him before. Didn't know his name. Didn't know anything about him. And so I walked back to where he was. And when I got to where he was, I stuck my hand out to shake his hand. And he just sat there. Did not even act like I was standing there. Didn't, I mean, didn't budge. Didn't acknowledge my presence there at all. And so I just said, you know what? I feel like the Lord wants you to come up to the front and receive the Holy Ghost. And he just sat there. And I thought, okay, well, maybe he doesn't speak English. All right. So I just walked back up to the front, started praying with folks around the altar. About five minutes later, I turned around. There was Alvin right in the middle of everything, tears running down his cheeks, hands raised in the air. He was speaking in other tongues as the Spirit gives the utterance. Amen. Aren't you glad for the Holy Ghost? 
Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Amen. Here we are with our pastor and his wife, Pastor and Sister Loriana Martin. You can see they love to give us the uh, the uh, shell lays and the flower lays, and, and then they like to give us those goofy-looking headdresses. Amen. My wife loves them. I can't wait till I get back to the room to yank them off. Amen. Hallelujah. One of the customs in Pohnpei and in several of the uh, Micronesian islands is that, uh, first of all, they love visitors. They don't get visitors often, so they love to have visitors, and then When it's time to leave, they love to send you away with a song of blessing. That's what they're doing right here. And we should... Thank the Lord. You can see they love to take pictures. They're taking pictures of me while I'm taking pictures of them. Amen. Thank the Lord. But they love to sing and have fun in church. Aren't you glad we can have fun in church? Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Amen. Please help us pray for Pohnpei. Just shortly after the service we were in there, a typhoon came through and devastated their building. We are needing the Lord, to help us raise the funds to be able to restore that building. I believe the Lord's going to help us do that. Amen. Thank the Lord. We're going to go now to the island of Koshai. Koshai, unlike the other four island states, Koshai is just one single little island. All of the other island states have satellite islands all around them, many, many thousands of islands scattered all around them. Many of them are inhabited. Many of them have their own dialects, so the language gets a little bit difficult. But Koshai is one single little, tiny little island stuck out in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. Amen. It's a beautiful island. This is where we get to stay when we go to Koshai. Uh, You'll see it says resort there. It's not like any resort you've ever been to, I promise. Uh, it, it, it's not a Hilton, it is not a, a, not a Hampton Inn, it's not even a good Motel 6, but it is right on the water. Thank the Lord for that. It's very beautiful. Amen. This is the little room that we stay in when we go. It's got a nice little bed, tile floor, cinder block room, you, walls. You can see it's got a telephone there in the corner. The phone doesn't work, but it has a telephone there. And uh, is usually clean and uh, not a whole lot of bugs, so we're good. Thank the Lord. Amen. We're getting ready to go to church on Sunday. Needed to stop and get a little bit of gasoline. Now there, they don't have gas pumps, so you pull up to the gas station. You tell them how much gas you want, how many gallons, and some little guy will go run around the back and get a bunch of jugs and carry them out there and load up your tank. Amen. The fun part about driving there is that they import their vehicles from Japan. Japan drives on the opposite side that we do, and they drive on the opposite side of the road as well. They, so this is a car from, the, from Japan with the driver's uh, steering wheel on the right side, but they drive on the normal side we drive on here. So everything is mixed up. My wife stays prayed through when we go to Koshai. Amen. She is constantly calling on the Lord. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. 
you're getting too close, baby. I said, it's okay. Don't worry about a thing. We're going to be all right. Amen. Thank the Lord. But we're sitting here on Koshal. That's our little church building there. Thank the Lord that we've got a building to worship the Lord in. Amen. You can tell how many folks are at church by how many shoes are piled up at the door. They like to kick their shoes off there and worship the Lord barefooted. Amen. Thank the Lord they let me keep my shoes on. Hallelujah. Amen. Here we are worshiping the Lord together. There should be some volume. Thank the Lord. This particular trip, we had done some teaching on baptism in Jesus' name. How baptized in Jesus' name. Amen. After we finished our sessions, there was a young man that stepped forward, said he'd like to be baptized in Jesus' name. So we took him out uh, beside the church. Pastor had built this lovely little baptistry here. And uh, that's our pastor there, Pastor Williams, one of the church elders. And we baptized that young man there in the presence name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. Amen. While we were still there in the water, pastor was still in the baptistry and you can see everybody is gathered around real close. And so pastor still in the water and he said, well, listen, since I'm all wet already and since I'm already here in the water, does anybody else want to be baptized in Jesus name? Before we finished that night, we baptized that group of 22 young people in the powerful name of Jesus Christ. Amen. How many are thankful for baptism in Jesus' name? Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Amen. Amen. Again, like the island of Pompeii, Koshai, uh, the Koshians love to send you away singing a song of blessing. I'm going to give you a little heads up here, sis. We're going to have volume here in just a second. Everybody hold your ears for a second. But they're singing us as we leave. As a partner in mission. Amen. I wish we could do it a different way, but that's the way that we do it uh, in the United Pentecostal Church. And we depend on folks like you that would join with us on a monthly basis. Amen. If you're interested in partnering with us, uh, please see me after the service. Of course, we'll connect with uh, Sister Wyatt uh, in the absence of her husband. And uh, make sure we do everything the right way. I know the Lord will bless you for whatever you can do. Amen. How many of you have faith us? Can I just say this? And, and this is just not just 
trying to get you to support us, but it's true. How many of you realize one of the best way for you to touch your, your own family? Sometimes family are the hardest people for us to reach. But the best way for you to reach your own family is to reach out to somebody else's family. And in so doing, while you're touching somebody else, the Lord sends somebody to your family and touches them and blesses them. Amen. Fills them with the Holy Ghost. Amen. So we need you to help us pray. We need you to join with us in prayer, trusting that the Lord will strengthen us and help us. We've got a huge job ahead of us. Uh, we, 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 we need more churches in Micronesia. Uh, we, we've got to impact our world because I believe Jesus is coming very, very soon. Amen. If you don't think he's coming, just take a look at the headlines in the newspapers. And you can figure out pretty quick that Jesus really is coming. Amen. Amen. I'm going to uh, very quickly here share one other thing with you. And then uh, I'm going to ask my wife to sing very quickly today. And then I want to just share something from the word of the Lord. But uh, very quickly today, because of the... regular partners we have to raise a supplemental budget we call it a project budget uh, we have to raise about a hundred thousand dollars to help us cover the cost of airfare over a four-year period uh, now everywhere we go we have to fly we, we have no other choice that's the only way we can get there there's no boat service available so we have to fly amen and when we go visit these islands every time we go the Lord always pours out the Holy Ghost so we've got to go amen and uh, so we need some help today I, I'm guessing uh, and if pastor was here he could probably point point out the ones here but I'm guessing that there are probably two or three of you here tonight that have a hundred thousand dollars and you just came wanting to share that today thank the Lord Amen. Usually when I say that, folks are pointing at one another. No, no, it's him over there. Amen. But uh, seriously, uh, I know that's a whole lot of money, but I do want to share a good report uh, because of this whole COVID nonsense. Is anybody else tired of this COVID thing besides me? But because of this whole COVID thing, we, we've been shut down for about six months of our travel. So we're way, way, way behind where we should be at this point already. But the good news about that is that uh, in just a few services, in just those few services, we have already raised right at about $80,000 of that $100,000. Amen. How many know the Lord is faithful? Amen. Amen. So the good news is if you came and you had a hundred thousand you wanted to give, we don't need a hundred thousand. Thank the Lord. What a bargain. We only need 20. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Seriously, I, I, I know that's a lot of money. And uh, so the way we do it is we just try to do it just little bitty chunks at a time. So if you could help us tonight with one hundred dollars. Amen. We're going to swap you $100 for one of these nice little cards right here. We've got some right over here on the uh, the tabletop over there. And very simple, very straightforward. Just says, I gave, they'll go. Pretty simple. Amen. So if you'll help us with that.
I know the Lord will provide everything that we need. Right now, He's an on-time God. Amen. Amen. Thank the Lord. Very, very quickly today, I, I do need to share this with you. Uh, and I'm going to choose my words carefully because I don't want to offend anybody today. <clears throat> Is there anybody here? that you have uh, acquired a couple of extra pounds. I had a pastor friend of mine call me uh, not long ago, and he said, he, he, out in California, and he told me, he said, bro, he said, he said, I'm starting to get a sunburn from the light in the refrigerator. I mean, what else do you do when you're shut down but you eat, right? So... So if you if you need some help because you've acquired a couple of extra pounds and you need to lose a little bit of weight, this right here is a surefire, 100% guaranteed way to help you lose weight. Amen. Now, if I didn't have anybody's attention before, I have got everybody's attention right now. Here's how it works. If you'll help us with $100, my wife has already prepared some of these cards and put a little magnet on the back. All right? So you help us with $100. We're going to give you the card. You take the card home and put it on the front of your refrigerator. Everybody with me so far? Now, I don't know if you can see it, but down in the corner there, there there's a picture there of my wife and I. All right? So you help us with $100. We're going to give you the card. You take the card front of your refrigerator. That way, every time you head to the fridge... You will see my unmasked face looking at you. It will cause you to turn and run from the refrigerator, thereby getting some exercise and losing a couple of pounds. I promise it works. I promise it works. Seriously, if you'd like to help us today, please talk to us after service. I know the Lord will bless you. I am so glad my wife is with me today. She is the prettiest redhead in the world, and I am so glad. She is with me today. Would you worship the Lord with her while she it's sings? It's a joy to be a Christian. It's a joy. It's a joy to be a Christian. It's a joy. Every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It's a joy to be a Christian. It's a joy. Stand with me if you will. Help me sing this little chorus. It's a joy to be a Christian. It's a joy. Oh, it's a joy to be a Christian. It's a joy. Every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It's a joy to be a Christian. It's a joy. Here's how we do it in the Philippines. Kaisayang maging Kristiano. Kaisayang. Kaisayang maging Kristiano. Kaisayang. Mula lu 
Kaisayang, the King Christiano. Kaisayang. Would you help us sing it one more time? It's a joy to be a Christian. It's a joy. It's a joy to be a Christian. It's a joy. Every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It's a joy to be a Christian. It's a joy to be a Christian. It's a joy to be a Christian. It's a joy. Come on, clap your hands if you're glad about it. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Amen. If you have your Bibles today, please turn with me to Acts chapter number 27. Acts chapter 27, and we're going to read just one verse there, verse number 23. While you're turning, let me say again how very glad and excited we are to be here today. And uh, we are very, very thankful that you have welcomed us here into your service. Amen. And uh, I want to preach for just a little bit today. I promise I won't be long. Um but I do want to share something from the word of the Lord today. Acts chapter 27 and verse number 23. If you have it in your Bible, say praise the Lord. If you're still looking, say wait a minute. Amen. I want to make sure everybody's still on, or, or on the same page. And if you do not have your Bible, thank God for technology. We have it on the screen. But how many know you still need to have a Bible? I wish I thought I thought I'd get about five or six folks that really would agree with me right there. Amen. You need to have a Bible. You need to have a Bible. Amen. Acts chapter 27 and verse 23. For there stood by me this night the angel of God, whose I am and whom I serve. Would you read that with me out loud? Let's read that together. Would you do that? For there stood by me this night the angel of God, whose I am and whom I serve. April of 2015, Dana Perino, Fox News contributor, former press secretary for President George W. Bush, published a book titled, And the Good News Is. I was taught in Bible school just a, a couple of years ago. I was just there just a couple of years ago. Uh, I was taught in Bible school to give credit where credit is due, so I am giving credit to this author, but I want to preach to you for just a few minutes today. I've got about an hour of preaching that I'm going to do in about 15 minutes. Amen. Will you help me? I want to preach to you for just a couple of minutes, and the good news is, and the good news is, would you put your Bibles down, put everything out of your hands, would you clap your hands and give the Lord praise in this house today. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. You may be seated in Jesus' name. It was just a few short months ago, uh, back in November of 2019, that the first case of COVID-19 was identified in Wuhan, China. It would take the Chinese government a full 44 days later to fully acknowledge the existence of what the International Committee on Taxonomy of Viruses calls Severe Acute Respiratory Syndrome Coronavirus 2, or for us non-medical folks, COVID-19. 
Amen. Today, over 45 million people around the world have been impacted with this disease with over 1 million fatalities already. Amen. January 21, 2020, the first man with COVID-19 arrived back here in the state, uh, arrived in Washington State coming in from Wuhan province of China. He was the very first person on American soil to be identified and diagnosed with COVID-19. In the ensuing days, life in America and indeed around the world has changed. Amen. People of all generations have gauged their lives by where they were when life-altering events took place. Amen. People of what's called the greatest generation took stock of and measured their lives by where they were on December 7, 1941, the day that President Franklin D. Roosevelt said uh, would live in infamy, and indeed it has, we know it today, as Pearl Harbor Day. Others before 1941 would assess their lives by where they were on October 24, 1929, the day of the great stock market crash, or what people from that time called Black Tuesday. Amen. I can remember as a child, hearing people older than me, adults, asking each other, amen, where were you when JFK was shot? Amen. For those that may be too young to remember, that's Friday, November 22nd, 1963, the day President John F. Kennedy was assassinated. I personally have vivid memory of where I was on September 11, 2001. It is a day that will forever be marked in my memory. It's a day that changed the landscape of travel in the United States and indeed in the world. Where were you on September 11? Amen. Today, young people of this generation will look back on this time, this life-altering time, and will no doubt ask the question in days ahead. They will ask the question, where were you when COVID-19 hit? Because life has forever changed. Amen. God created human beings to be social individuals. Amen. He created us to thrive on contact with each other. Amen. COVID-19 has forced us to become reclusive. Amen. It's caused us to be isolated and secluded for our own health and safety. Social distancing was something we'd never heard of before. Amen. But now we've got to keep our distance from folks in order to maintain our health and safety. Amen. I sat in my vehicle just a few months ago and across the street from me was a neighbor that uh, he's uh, about 80 some years old his name is Bob he and his wife both have underlying health issues and he stood in his doorway and I was in the street in my vehicle and I rolled down the window and he shouted out across the front yard he said this is crazy he said I can't even talk to my neighbors anymore 
life has forever changed. Amen. I've come to remind somebody on this Thursday night, amen, that in spite of all of the darkness that's in the world today, in spite of all of the ominous clouds that may be on the horizon, I've come to tell you there is good news available today. In spite of what may be going on in your life today, I've come to preach to somebody, there is good news that's available. Come on, I wish you'd clap your hands and give the Lord praise today. The text that we read, the great apostle Paul was being transported under guard to Rome to appear before Caesar, who was the ruler of the Roman Empire. The book of Acts details the account of the nebulous and ill-defined charges that had been leveled against Paul that had prompted his being detained and put into prison and ultimately brought to Rome. Let me pause here to remind you that Paul's offense... The reason he was put into prison was because he preached the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. He preached the death and the burial and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. May I tell you today, I preach the same message today. I preach the same thing that Paul preached so many years ago. I've come to preach to somebody in this house today. You still must repent. You still must be baptized in Jesus' name. And you still must receive the gift of the Holy Ghost speaking with other tongues as the Spirit gives the utterance. That's good news. That's good news. Amen. Luke, the writer of the book of Acts, recounts the events that brought the Apostle Paul to Rome after making his case to Agrippa, who was the ruler of the Roman hierarchy. Paul, a Roman citizen, appealed his case to what we would consider the Supreme Court. He appealed his case directly to Caesar. Paul is dispatched under guard to Rome by ship, having made portion of the trip, uh, they pulled into a port called Fair Havens. Evidently, Fair Havens was not a good place to spend the winter months, and so they resupplied their ship, and then they prepared to hoist anchor and sail out of the port. Paul, uh, possibly prompted by the Holy Ghost, warned them that they should not leave but stay where they were. Uh, if they left, certainly they would encounter danger. Luke records that they departed nonetheless. During the voyage, they encountered a storm. Luke calls the storm a tempestuous wind. Amen. He named the storm Eurocladin. Unable to control the ship because of the storm, they let the ship have its head and go where it would. The sailors experienced at sailing did everything they could do to keep the ship above water. They tried every method they knew to maintain buoyancy, yet the ship was tossed and driven by the wind and by the waves. Luke records in verse 18 of chapter 27 that they were exceedingly tossed because of the storm. After the third day of being in the storm, they decided to lighten the load of the ship. They tossed all of the ship's tackling 
overboard. That's the stuff they used to control the ship. They threw the ropes and the pulleys and the winches and the cargo. They threw it all overboard trying to gain control of that ship but to no avail. Luke records again in verse 20 that now they had seen neither sun nor stars in many days and in fact it was their considered opinion that all hope was lost. They would not survived the storm. The storm continued to rage day after day. It seemed as if there would never be an end to the battering, the constant pelting of the rain, the constant up and down of the ship as it was being driven by the sea, the hunger that they were experiencing. They were cold. They were wet. They were tired. Amen. They had no idea which direction they were going. They had no sun to guide them, no moon to mark their pathway, no stars to mark their position. They simply fought on day after day after day after day. It was a perilous place to be after many days of not eating, strength almost gone. The will to live was depleted. Paul steps up in the middle of all of that stuff, amen, while the storm is still raging, Paul steps forward and says, Hey, be of good cheer. Amen. You've got to understand today, the storm is still raging. And probably everybody's response on the ship was kind of like yours was right there. Because you're saying, Oh, do I really want to agree with that or not? Amen. But Paul steps forward, and in good old modern-day English, he spoke to them in spite of what was going on in that boat that day. He looked at them and said, Listen, everything's going to be all right. Just hang on just a little while longer. Just hold on just a little bit longer. We're going to get through this. We will win this battle. Can I preach to somebody today who may be in the middle of a difficult time? Somebody that may be going through a storm in your life. Amen. Somebody that may, may be facing one of the most challenging things you've ever faced in your lifetime. Can I preach to you and tell you today, hold on just a little while longer. Hold on just a little while longer. It's going to be all right. Amen. The good news is that all Although the storm is raging, we will win this battle. It's easy to shout after the storm is over. It's easy to rejoice when the battle is finished. And you can lay the sword down. And you can find you a chair and sit down somewhere and say, my, 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 that was quite a battle. But I made it through. It's easy to rejoice then. It's easy to celebrate after the fact is over, after the battle is finished and you're, you're, you're standing on the other side and you can look back and say, my, look what the Lord has brought me through. It's easy to rejoice then. And we should rejoice. 
We should rejoice when we've won a victory. We should shout and dance when we have come out on the other side and we know the Lord is in control and we're victorious and we've got the world by the tail in a downhill drag. We ought to rejoice then. But you need to understand that Paul stepped up in the middle of the storm. The storm was still raging. The wind was still blowing. Nothing had changed. Amen easy to rejoice when we're finished but while we're in the middle of the battle that's another story altogether but you have to get a hold of what Paul is telling the folks there amen in the middle of the storm while the storm is raging while the wind is blowing while they're still cold and tired and hungry and wet amen they're in the middle of this raging storm and they don't know if they're coming out of it and here's Paul he's got it worse than anybody he's in chains and yet all of a sudden in the middle of that storm Paul steps forward and says, listen, folks, an angel from God just showed up right here. How awesome is it? Can you imagine the feeling that Paul must have had? To know he's in the middle of a difficult situation. To be wondering like everybody else is wondering, are we going to survive this storm? Are we going to live through this experience? And all of a sudden, in the middle of all of that, all of a sudden an angel shows up and says, hold on, Paul. Everything's going to be all right. Just take courage, Paul. Because the good news is, we're going to win this battle. Amen. You're going to come out of this thing. Everything's going to be all right. What a feeling it must have been. What an encouragement it must have been. What a strength it must have been to know an angel just came from heaven and brought me a word from the Lord. And God said, it's going to be all right. Can I preach to you and tell you tonight, no matter what you're dealing with today, no matter what you're facing in your life today, I've come to preach to somebody. It's going to be all right. I've come with a word from the Lord for you. Hang on just a little while longer. It's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. Say, wait a minute, preacher, the wind's still blowing. I know the wind's blowing. (laughs) You say, it's still raining. I know it's still raining. It's all right. Just hang on. An angel just showed up. Amen. The Holy Ghost. How dark the night gets. I don't care how much the rain and the wind blows. As long as the Holy Ghost is with me, I know I'm going to win this battle. Stand with me, if you will, everybody. I left out about half of what I need to preach. But that's all right. Amen. I know it's Thursday night. I don't know what your tradition is on Thursday night. If this is not your tradition, forgive me. I'm going to be gone in just a little bit. I wonder if there's somebody in this house today that would just 
acknowledge along with me. Pastor, I'm going through some stuff. Amen. Matter of fact, let's do this. Just, just close your eyes where you are. Nobody's looking. No, nobody's looking. Every eye closed. You're in the middle of a situation today. You're dealing with some stuff in your life. You're in the middle of a storm, and you wondered, am I ever going to see the sunshine again? Am I going to make it through this thing? While nobody's looking around, would you just slip your hand up and say, Preacher, you're preaching to me tonight. I need some assurance in my spirit that it's going to be all right. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost helping us here right now. Amen. There are several hands raised. I'm sure there are others that probably probably need to be raised as well. But let me just tell you today. Let me just give you a word from the Lord. Hear what I'm telling you today. It's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. Say, is it really that simple? Yeah, that's how the Lord works. He makes it real simple and plain. It's going to be all right. Amen. We're coming through this. We're going to make it out of it. Everything's going to be okay. The Lord's still on the throne. He knows your name. He knows your address. He knows in your life. And somehow, He's going to bring us through this thing. We're coming out the other side victorious. We're going to shout and dance and praise Him because He is in control. Everything's going to be all right. Oh, hallelujah. So right where you are, I want you to just slip up your hands right now. Everybody, just put your hands in the air and just reach for Jesus and say, Jesus, I just need you to touch me tonight, right now. Would you just wrap your arms around me and would you just let me know that it's going to be all right. Come on, come on. you got to open your mouth up. You gotta open your mouth and talk to him for just a moment. I, I, I know it's late, but we're just gonna take a minute here. Amen. If you'll reach for him right now, the Holy Ghost will come where you are. He will touch you right now in the name of the Lord. Come on. Somebody reach and touch him today. Jesus, I just need to know it's gonna be all right. I know it I need to know it's gonna be all right. Come on. Would you let the Holy I see the Holy Ghost helping somebody right here tonight. He's touch room right here tonight. Giving assurance that it's going to be all right. Amen. Come on. Put your trust in him. Put your trust in him. Amen. In spite of the wind blowing. In spite of the storm that's raging. Put your hand in his hand and say, I know you're leading. It's going to be all right. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on, somebody ought to break out in a praise today. Somebody ought to just go ahead and give Jesus praise. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Everything's going to be all right. Come on, would you praise him? Would you praise him for just another moment? Somebody praise him. Everything's going to be all right. Be all right. Everything's going to be Everything's gonna be alright. Everything, everything. Oh, everything's gonna be alright. Be alright. Everything's gonna be alright. After 
the dark cloud. thing for me real quick and I'm, I'm going to quit I promise I'm way over time I'm sorry but right here tonight I'm going to have brother Scarlett come he's going to take care of everything else but for just one moment I wonder if there isn't one person that would just throw your hands in the air and with a shout of praise just say Jesus I know it's going to be alright there just one person, just one person, just one person that would believe that today, just one. Come on, somebody, just raise your voice right now. Believe it from the, in, from the very core of your being. It's going to be all right. I don't know how, I don't know when, I don't know how we're coming out, but I'm going to praise you right now in my store. It's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. Hallelujah. Come on, church. Let's just give the Lord another round of applause tonight. Everything is going to be all right. Hallelujah. No matter how rough it gets, everything is going to be all right. Amen. Amen. The good news is we have Jesus on our side and everything is going to be all right. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Amen. We want to thank... um, Brother and Sister Deborah for did uh, so you all did such an awesome job. Sister Deborah, bless me so much. Uh, it's been a long time since. Medicut um, with your brother. She was playing and I was playing my trumpet, and uh, we had such an awesome time. And you guys came and being such a blessing to us again, Brother Deborah. God bless you. And we're going to continue to pray. Listen, church, if you want to be a blessing to them, you know, they're on the mission field. And uh, normally this time around, because of the COVID, as you said earlier, you know, um, the missionaries, they go to a lot of deposition where they go visit churches throughout the East Coast or the West Coast just to try to raise funds. And, um, you know, we want to be a blessing. So if you want to be a blessing to them and you have $100, I know I'm going to be a blessing to them tonight because I'm going to bless them with $100 tonight. So if you want to be a blessing to them, bless them. They have a lot of work, and you hear the amount of funds that they have to raise to their field. To protect them. I'm an So we're going to ask you to keep Debra's in, uh, uh, in your prayers when you're praying that God will continue to bless them and use them. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Praise the Lord again. This is for our online viewers. We don't want you to lose out on that blessing. So it's also in the comments. But to text 717-71777 and enter the message Dibble, D-I-B-B-L-E. So for our online viewers, we want you to be blessed as well. This is a mission that they were called to do, and we want to be a part of that. And
difficult job that they have to do. They have, you know, they have families that I'm sure they want to see, but the work of the Lord is first. So just pray their strength. Amen. 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 Heavenly Father, in the matchless name of Jesus, glorious and anointed God, we give you all the praise and all the honor. Father, we thank you, almighty God, for the good news. And Lord Jesus, I pray tonight, oh God, that you will touch Pastor and Sister Dibble, God. Continue to touch them. Continue to work through them, almighty God. I pray, almighty God, that you'll send your angels, oh God, to continually guide them. Lord, we pray, almighty God, for protection over each and every one of us as we leave here tonight. We pray, almighty God, that the good news for us today, oh God. I pray, oh God, that what we're going through, almighty God, you will bring that back to remembrance, that there is good news, Lord Jesus. Father, we bless you, we honor you, and we praise your holy name in the matchless name of Jesus. And everyone say, amen. Amen.